All right, we are live. Hello, hello. Welcome to Greenville, Mike. I have one question, but it's not necessarily for you, Tracy. Okay. This one's for the world. Yes. Who won the Duck Derby? I don't know. I want to know who won the Duck Derby. Because there was so much hype and everyone was screaming and just losing their minds over these ducks. And I actually don't know who won. I don't know who won and I want to know how the free groceries for a year works. And I also want to know if anyone won a million dollars. Right. Because we talked about this last week and there's not a lot of details on who or how anyone gets the million dollars it just says come for a chance to win or enter for a chance to win the million dollars but i'm pretty sure it's clear that the first place prize gets a free year of groceries yeah that's which is awesome right but i just want to know who won who was it that bought the correct duck and also that event was insane it was insane we walked up right in time to see them release the ducks and i i didn't realize it was going to be that crazy we were kind of like oh we haven't been here before are there going to be that many people here? What's it going to be like? And it was like a crazy festival. I've never seen that many people in Falls Park before. People were wearing duck hats. People had duck kazoo, like <laughs> duck bill kazoos. <laughs> Kids were just like blowing them all over the place. There was a giant blow up duck. There was dozens of tents. There was a duck lemonade stand. There was a man emceeing the event, making lots of duck jokes. And there was probably thousands of people out there. Easily. And 14,000 ducks that were released over the falls. It was like the Kentucky Derby except bigger. Right. (laughs) And next year we will be buying at least 70 ducks. Maybe 140. Maybe. We want to own 1% of the ducks at the Duck Derby. Yeah, we want a high chance to win free groceries for a year. Next year. Okay, anyways, but if you're the winner or you know the winner, please let us know. We're dying. Dying to know. We just want to know what what that's like. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Greenville Mike, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including, but not limited to, new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite businesses around town. My name's Will. And I'm Tracy. And this is the Weekly Rundown. Okay, starting us off, we've got some notable news. And if you're anything like me, you've been to Unity Park and you've been like, what the heck is going on at the Commons? Yep. And I've been waiting for months now for them to do something with that half of the Commons. Right. That was just like an empty warehouse. Yeah, because you knew they were going to do something with it eventually. And what they did was recently tear the walls off. Yes. It's basically just like a covered warehouse. Warehouse. There's no walls. Something's happening. Um, Yeah. And so we've got some info today, courtesy of the Upstate Business Journal. We found out there's going to be 18 new tenants that will be signed on in the next few weeks, including seven new food and beverage tenants and 11 office spaces. So that's pretty exciting. Pretty hype. The new space is also going to connect to the current food hall, which makes a lot of sense. So I think there's going to be a little corridor between them and construction is set to be completed by late spring or early summer 2024. Okay. And a few podcasts ago, we did suggest the idea of a refreshment spot at the Commons. We want smoothies on tap. Smoothies on tap, chocolate milk on tap. Orange juice on tap. Gatorade on tap. Powerade on tap. Not Powerade. (laughs) Not Powerade? Sorry. You're a hater. Gatorade is superior. But yeah, so we did suggest that. So I'm hoping that someone heard us and they're going to be implementing that. And if someone did hear us and if they are going to implement that, I think it's only fair... 
that they reach out to us and give us free refreshments. Mm. If not for life, at least for the year. Someone should give us free refreshments for a year. I agree. If that ends up happening. I did go up to the community tap the other day, the guy at the bar, and was like, you guys need to have Gatorade on tap. It was after a run, and he didn't seem like there was that much demand for it. But I feel like there's demand for it. I demand it. Right. If you demand it, there are other people that demand it. Surely there's other demands being made. But anyways, I'm looking forward to that. See what new food and beverage places there will be. And apparently this is phase two of the Parker Group's three-phase renovation of the commons. I don't know what phase three is. Whoa. They're basically like get hype for phase three in the future as well. Where will that even go? That's the question. I don't know. What will that be? Second story. Wow. Just kidding. I don't know. I just made that up. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Okay, moving on. I've got some fun facts for you today regarding the Greenville Saturday Market, aka the TD Saturday Market that happens downtown on Main Street. Which we were at this past weekend. Yes, we were. So the TD Market actually began in 2003, which seems to be the time that everything launched in Greenville. A.K.A. when Mayor Knox White stepped into the picture. Yes, and he did have something to do with this market. Of course he did. But this wasn't actually the first market that hit downtown Greenville. There was one that started in the 1920s. Whoa. I know. So I got some info from the Greenville Journal, and they said in the 1920s, a thriving curb market had operated on Court Street. With residents buying directly from local farmers, cars lined the streets, and residents simply parked and shopped in an informal fashion, And the market actually continued on for several decades, but eventually it fizzled out. There's actually pictures of this online, which is pretty cool, like these old cars that would all pull up and then they would shop. And it was on Court Street, which is like a perpendicular street to Main Street. Okay. So it's pretty epic. That's really cool. Mayor Knox White comes into office, right? And he decides in the early 2000s that we need a market again. And so he ends up recruiting the efforts of a councilwoman named Susan Reynolds to see if the market would even be something that Greenville could do. And it should be noted that the two of them had absolutely no experience creating an outdoor market. All they had were these black and white photos, like I said, that you could find online of what the market used to look like. And they're like, let's recreate that. Right. (laughs) Basically. So Susan Reynolds then reaches out to this guy named Carl Sobosinski. Pretty popular name around these parts. Pretty popular name. And he had already began a culinary revitalization of downtown through the creation of the Table 301 restaurant group, which many people know about. A.K.A. Sobies. A.K.A. Sobies. So after she had reached out to him, they began driving around the county looking for possible vendors. So Carl's noted saying, Susan and I just got in our car. We went to Traveler's Rest and up Highway 25 and started going to any roadside produce stand we came across, asking if they would be interested in coming downtown on a Saturday morning to sell their stuff. Okay, I'm like, was this before the internet? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Did farmers not have internet in 2003? I don't know. Maybe they didn't. That was probably honestly the best way to do it. There are probably tons of roadside stands, like people selling their stuff. I know. It just feels kind of funny to me. Like normally I feel like today you would just shoot emails to people. Right. And back then they're like, all right, let's go find the roadside stands. That guy's selling peaches. Which is so fun. Take us back to that time. I know. That is really fun. Um, so yeah, they ended up driving around looking for different stands and they apparently got a lot of funny looks from these local farmers who didn't want to spend $20 on tents and tables. He says, I remember jaws dropping when we said it would be $20. They said, oh my gosh, that's so much. And Carl <laughs> said that they just thought, 
what, really? We expected these farmers would come here and sell hundreds of dollars worth of stuff and it'd be more than worth it for them. Yeah, I don't know how much it is now to get a tenant table, but it's got to be more than $20. I would think so. Which, I mean, you're selling a lot of stuff at these markets for sure. Oh, for sure. So worth it. So they put in all this work, right, trying to get these people to come to the market. And they ended up having 12 or so vendors on that first Saturday market. Rager. Rager. (laughs) Yeah, I think they were like, dang, only 12. But they kept pressing on and they hoped it would grow through word of mouth. And as Greenville continued to grow... So they pressed on for the next few years and the market continued growing. Like I said earlier, it was initially located on Court Street, so it stayed there for several years. But in 2007, they ended up moving it to Main Street. There's more room on Main Street so there could be more vendors. And also, Main Street is just beautiful with all those trees. It provided nice shade. And then fast forward to today, there's over 75 vendors. We've got live music, crafts. And as we saw on Saturday, it is bustling. Also, it spans nearly two blocks. So there's a lot happening. And I think this is really interesting. Just another reminder that the Greenville we know today was not the Greenville 20 years ago. And Mm -hmm. it's taken a lot of work from a lot of different people to get it to this point. For sure. And a lot of persistence. That's also what I was going to say. Yeah, a lot Mm -hmm. of persistence. Like if they had been discouraged by those 12 vendors after that first market, they could have just stopped and there'd be no market. For sure. But now I'm sure they look at that Saturday market and they're like, what an epic thing to be like. I was part of building that. I'm sure it's so cool for them to look back and be like, man, we kept putting work to make this happen. And now it's a huge success. Yeah, it is. And we went there on Saturday. We did go there on Saturday. On the opening Saturday. Oh, yeah. We were there. We were there. And there were some epic vendors. Some ones that we saw last year and the year before. There's some of those same people. It's also some new ones. But we want to talk about some of our favorite ones that we saw. Yeah. And just to say, too, we haven't tried many products from a lot of vendors that were there. So we're totally missing lots of really cool vendors. That's true. We're just saying a couple that stuck out as we were walking by. So one of those for me was Southern Sweet Potato Pie. They were giving out free samples of sweet potato pies. Genius. And it was very interesting. Here's my take on sweet potato pies. I feel like a lot of times... There's so much sugar in them that they taste almost identical to pumpkin pie because you're just tasting the sweetness of them and the texture is similar. But this I could tell was sweet potato. Okay. Yeah. Like it was almost reminiscent of a sweet potato casserole in a way, you know, oh, like it yeah. tastes like a sweet, but not too sweet, not crazy sweet. So you're, what you're saying is it seems like a healthy pie. Seems like a healthy pie. I, I felt very good about my cholesterol levels while I was eating it. Felt nourished? Yeah, I did. Okay, good. It's good for the soul and the body. Yeah. One of the vendors I loved was Britain Tropicals, which is a plant shop or plant stand, plant vendor. Plant dealer. Plant dealer. They were dealing plants. (laughs) They were dealing plants. (laughs) They had some unique plants that I'd never seen before. They did. I don't know what the plants were called. They had snake plants. They had, you know, your typical Swiss cheese plants. They had whale fins. Oh, yeah, whale fin. Well, whale fin is a type of a snake plant. Yes, but it looks like a giant whale fin sticking up out of the water. Which are cool. You should definitely get one if you don't have one. They also had plants that were like hanging that had bug trappers on them. Yeah, they were like the ones with the flowers that were tubes that were filled with that liquid nectar natural bug attractant yeah traps right lots of cool <laughs> plants so i love that place also twin creeks lavender selling lavender 
Smells delightful. Yeah, it's a good scent for the spring. Yeah, what else you got? And I got one more after that. Uh, Naked pasta. Okay. I love the idea and love in general homemade pasta. We've never done it, but we want to. But why should I, I we? I want to make it. Why at should home. we if we can just get it from Naked Pasta? Yeah, there are several homemade. Well, I guess it wouldn't be homemade if it's not made in a home. You know, it's made if in it's a not commercial made kitchen. In your home. Either way, it is not made in a factory pasta, and I dig that. It makes me feel like I'm in Italy. Okay, cool. So I want to start making some in our house, but also down to buy some from Naked Pasta. Yeah. And also, I want to talk about Miss B Haven Honey Bones. This guy's tent was popping. It was popping. There was a massive line. And he had like dog treats and honey and... They had honey lollipops. Hun- yeah, I was going to say ho- honey lollipops. Um, Just tons of things made out of honey and things for your dogs. And we definitely want to get Ruby some of those bones. Oh, for sure. She would love that. Yeah. Right now, she's drooling at the mouth just thinking just about thinking it. Just thinking about them. And then, of course, Common Pops Common was Pops there. was there. By the way, I see Common Pops everywhere. I looked beside me. Boom. Common Pops cooler. Yeah. In the commons, boom, common pops cooler. And at the Saturday market. The Saturday market, at the Traveler's Rest market. When you start thinking about common pops coolers. You see them everywhere. You see them everywhere. (laughs) So true. Okay, so there's some fun facts for you. And then our experience at the Saturday market, if you haven't been, definitely should go. I mean, obviously, there's just some of the vendors that we think you should check out. You should check out all of them. Mm -hmm. But those are some of the ones that stuck out to us. And next up, we got some Eats and Treats, everybody's favorite segment. And by everybody, I mean us and Ruby. Yeah, for sure. And other people. And other people that have told us they love this segment. So there you go. Shout out to those people. So everybody. Everyone. And we were talking about Yeehaw Brewing Company. All that and more coming up right after the break. Hey guys, Tracy here. Just a super quick intermission. We just wanted to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, we would really, really appreciate it if you could just hit the pause button right now to give us a five-star review and maybe even write a little note to us saying something you like about the podcast. We would really, really love that. And then once you're done, you can press play again and get on with your day. Thanks so much. Yeehaw. You can't miss Yeehaw. You cannot. Their branding is everywhere on the outside of their building. And most of their restaurant is outside. With a massive screen. A massive screen. To watch any sporting event that's going on. As I was looking through the reviews, people were floored by the size of the screen. Some people were like, we're just trying to figure out how that screen worked. It was so huge. Interesting. Yeah, people love it. So we had never been to Yeehaw before, which is crazy because we've had so many people tell us that we need to go and we just haven't made mm-hmm. it over there. But I was impressed. We got there. We ordered. Our food and drinks were out so fast. Stat. Like stat. And we were there a Saturday for lunch. So it was like pretty busy. Yeah. Let's talk about what we got because I was hype about it. Like I'm just like excited about Yeehaw now. Now I'm, I'm going to go back to Yeehaw. I think you're surprised and excited about Greenville's pretzel scene. I think that probably is what's getting me so excited because we looked at the menu and we saw their giant pretzel and I was like, of course, we've got to get it because we just got pretzels at Southern Side last week. And when they say giant, they mean giant. Yes, it came out. It was like hanging. That's the best part. Which was awesome. Okay, first of all, did they like custom make those pretzel hangers? 
probably can get them on Amazon. It came out. It was hanging. It had some beer cheese and mustard on the side. And the beer cheese was warm. Yeah. Mm. And the mustard. I so appreciate the mustard on the side also because I just like having multiple dipping options for my pretzel. Yep. You love pretzels and mustard. Yeah, I do. It's a good combo. It's a classic combo. So, yeah, we got that pretzel and the pretzel was delightful. It was shaped like a pretzel, which I appreciate. It sounds it's the simple things in really life. dumb, <laughs> but it was like, honestly, the size of my head. It was bigger than your head for sure. It was bigger than my head. Great value for the money. I could have just eaten the pretzel. Yeah, honestly, we didn't end up eating that much of our chicken because the we pretzel just was so filling. went ham on that pretzel yeah, and the fries were really good. I don't good. regret it. Yeah, we also got the chicken tenders and fries to split. Yep. They're really good too. And no between complaints. that and the pretzel, it was definitely enough for both of us. For sure. You can split like an appetizer in one meal. Their fries are crinkle cut, the thick kind. <laughs> yeah. With a delightful seasoning on them. Tracy, do you like crinkle cut fries? If they're seasoned in that, yes. But in I general, like, you like skinny fries more. I thought I liked skinny fries, but Rocky's has crinkle cut also. Yeah. But also Rocky's uses a similar seasoning as Yeehaw. That's true. And Lewis just has big fat fries. Maybe I don't like skinny fries anymore. Some of your favorite places have some thick fries. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But yeah, the fries and the chicken, so good. Back to the pretzel, though. Always got to go back to the (laughs) pretzel. Got to go back to the pretzel. I'm thinking we need to do a pretzel wars. Greenville's Pretzel Wars. And right now on my list for pretzel wars are obviously Yeehaw's Giant Pretzel. Yep. Southern Side's Pretzel Stick Bite Things. Yep. And then, do you know my third? I do. The ones at the Swamp Rabbit the ones Games. Bonds, of course. Okay. There's definitely got to be, gotta other be ones. more. Oh, for sure. And so I need people to tell me where to get pretzels. We're newbies on the pretzel scene. I'm a newbie on the pretzel scene. I think this is something I uncovered. This is like a new personality trait of mine. That you love pretzels? That I love pretzels. Would you call that a personality trait? I would now. Because it's so central to your personality. Right now it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So I really need people, please tell me if you know where to get nice, delicious soft pretzels because we will be there because we'll be there and we're gonna do pretzel wars but anyways do you have some reviews for us i do have a couple reviews for us this one's from jd not sure why i was sleeping on their smash burger easily in my top three very tasty and the melted cheese is unreal i definitely want to try their smash burger Me too. That that's was, what i'm gonna order next we time. almost got that yep and we definitely will next time This one says, Scott, Nico, Clay, and the whole team were above and beyond excellent. We had a party for 100 planned in their outdoor beer garden space for St. Patty's. All our guests were well-fed. Seriously, the wings and chicken fingers are stellar. And the curry crema for the Brussels sprouts was a revelation. Oh, Very interesting. Yeah. Would absolutely recommend these guys for events. They were communicative and attentive. And then... This one's from Justin. We came around 8 p.m. on a Sunday. The food came out swift and the Thai chili sauce was, all caps, banging. The wings and fingers were mild hot but beautiful. Sides were on point. I dislike 90% of potato salad, but this one was okay, exclamation point. Okay, he dislikes them, but he ordered it anyways. I know. Bold move. Very bold move, Justin. Definitely great vibes and great selection of food and alcohol. Large screen with outdoor seating. Perfect for football game days. Tons more reviews talking about how large that screen was. Wow. Very large. Man, I'm impressed with Yeehaw. I am. We will be back. We'll definitely be back. Okay, next up, 
We've got some new and noteworthy for you. Last week, we talked about Summer Moon Coffee. It's the new coffee place on Mills Avenue, but we didn't know the opening date. Lucky for us, now we know. They announced last week that on May 20th, they are opening. And from 7 a.m. until 12 p.m., they're going to have free coffee and moon milk samples, also giveaways, and also a chance to win free coffee for a year. I think they're our first business to make it back-to-back weeks on the new and noteworthy. Do you think they withheld their year free coffee and their date revelation so that they could make it on our podcast twice? Probably. I think that was probably part of their marketing plan the whole time. Smart move, Summer Moon. Smart move. We see you. But I will say, first of all, we are going to be there because I want to try to win free coffee for a year. Oh, yeah. We're all about winning free things. And I want to get samples, obviously. Obviously. Um, but ever since talking about Summer Moon, I've had several people reach out to me who have had Summer Moon in Texas, and they rave about it. And they're from Texas? Or they live in Texas now, or they've been to Texas. But Summer Moon is based in Texas? Yeah. Okay. So one of them was like, oh, I thought it was just local to Texas. But she said that she'll go like every Saturday and get like a cold brew with moon milk. Interesting. Yeah. And she says it's delicious and it's like a sweet cream kind of situation. Okay. And so I'm really excited to try it. I'm excited to try it too. Yeah. I've never had anything called moon milk. (laughs) Neither have I. It sounds kind of mystical. It does sound mystical. So excited to go there on May 20th. And next up, our last segment, we've got some events for the weekend. So Friday through Sunday, Artisphere is back in downtown Greenville, which is basically a market for art. There's going to be 143 visual artists, 17 different mediums of art. So think glass, photography, metalworks, digital art, and more. You can look on their website for a full list. There's going to be live music, two stages. 12 local performers, and of course, food and drinks. There's going to be a bunch of kid-friendly activities. Admission is free, and it's going to be on Main Street. Friday, 12 to 6. Saturday, 10 to 8. Sunday, 11 to 6. So, there you go. Art, live music, food. What's not to love? Nothing. And we will be there also. We will be there. Um, Looking at art. Maybe buying art. Maybe so. We do need some art for our house. So Maybe selling art. We're definitely not going to be selling art. (laughs) That's a lie. Yeah, it's probably too Um, late to get in on that. Probably. Also, Friday, May 12th, we have got Sippin' in Simpsonville's Summer Beer Tasting. So, what is Sippin' in Simpsonville's Summer Beer Tasting? It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. And it's also a craft beer tasting tour of Simpsonville's downtown shops and local businesses. So, tickets are $45 and ticket holders will enjoy craft brews, local food, live music, retail vendors, and of course, enjoy the charm and atmosphere of downtown Simpsonville as they walk along the tasting route. There will be over 30 businesses pouring two-ounce samples of local craft and seasonal brews. And yeah, like I said, this is happening in downtown Simpsonville from 6 to 10 p.m. on Friday. And check-in is at 105 West Curtis Street if you get a ticket. And also Friday, May 12th, we've got a Greenville Liberty game, which, if you didn't know, is a women's pre-professional soccer team. 7 p.m. at Furman. Tickets start at $11. And of course, on Saturday, we have got the TD Saturday Market. We talked about all the different farmers markets around town last week. But just as a reminder, the TD Market is happening every Saturday until the fall, as are markets in Traveler's Rest, Simpsonville, Fountain Inn, Greer, 
You name it. You name it. There's a market taking place on downtown Main Street. And there's lots of good vendors. And we already talked about it. So just another reminder for you. One thing I didn't mention about the Saturday market is that Swamp Rabbit Cafe is there. And it was hilarious because people were munching on full Stecca like they were lollipops. Yeah. Like people were just walking around just munching on Stecca. I love like there's at least like 10 kids that have Stecca in their hands. Like the whole thing of Stecca. Oh, yeah. And they're just eating it. I oh, love yeah. it. I, get, I don't, I don't blame them. There's kids with Stecca. There's parents with Stecca. And then there's their kids with common pops in their hands. Yeah. But people are just running around their hands filled with food. Food. Yeah. Honey lollipops in people's hands. It's awesome. It is awesome. All right. Also on Saturday, Gather is having their annual Mother's Day market from 12 to 6. So this year, they're going to be featuring Free Spirit Store, Hannah Drew Boutique, and Bella's Macarons, and more. Macarons. That's how you say it, right? I don't know. I would say macaroons. Really? I don't know how to say it. I don't know. My track record of saying things correctly is not good. We're probably both wrong probably are we'll find out we'll find out we'll let you know also on saturday we've got a greenville triumph game we're playing the richmond kickers 7 p.m at the Furman stadium tickets start at 15 dollars. so there you go your weekend is jam-packed full of awesome things to do yeah good luck picking something because there's so many options probably just do everything do it all why not why not well thanks so much for tuning into greenville mike this week please remember to like, subscribe, and if you haven't given us a rating yet, go ahead and hit that five-star button. That actually seriously helps us. It does. And it helps other fellow Greenvillians find our podcast. And you know what else helps fellow Greenvillians find our podcast? What? When people tell them about our podcast. So tell people. So tell people. Don't be ashamed. You know what else could help people find out about our podcast? What? If we convince the Swamp Rabbit Cafe to put our logo on the side of their stack of bread wrapping. Good luck with that. You think they'll do it? No. Maybe I'll send them an email. Okay. I'll send them our logo art and just say, we will buy Stecca every day of our lives if you do this. Okay. I think that's a good deal. Every day of our lives? For us and for them. Yeah. It's only a good deal for us. Thanks for tuning in this week. We'll catch you next Monday on the next Weekly Rundown. See ya.